And welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. Featured on the TuneIn and Radio Line apps, just search for Primetime Power Radio. Also streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com as well as PrimetimePowerRadio.com. And remember, if you have an Alexa device or you use Google Assistant, you can simply say, play Primetime Power Radio from TuneIn. You'll be able to check out and hear the show as well. So we're going to get the show started tonight with our first segment, Uplift Today. And we're going to change it up a little bit tonight. Typically, if you listening to the show you'll hear me doing the words of encouragement and sharing some small business tips but tonight on the primetime power line we have a very special guest we have miss katrina renee she's an entrepreneur she's an author actress and motivational speaker welcome katrina to the primetime power show thank you for joining us thank you so much for having me it is such an honor just to be able to speak with you tonight and i am so excited Awesome. I love your intro, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. We work very hard over here on the Primetime Power Show, so we appreciate that. Thank you so much for joining us and accepting the invitation, first and foremost. I wanted you to come on our show tonight because I see that you're doing so many great things. You're producing, you're creating, you're building a number of different endeavors, and you're really taking advantage of great opportunities that are presented to you. And foremost, you're really showcasing your many gifts and talents. So I thought it would be a great addition to our program to have you on as well. And I just wanted to start off fundamentally just keeping it basic as we start this interview. And I just wanted to know, what was your initial vision for yourself? What motivated you to be an entrepreneur in the first place? Well, what motivated me to be an entrepreneur in the first place was the desire to change lives, the desire to start transformation in people's mindset, shifting them from a lower state and um, shifting them from a lower state to a higher state of being, being able to be the best version of themselves. It was a desire to make sure that I promoted self-awareness and also encouraging self-love. Absolutely. Oh, that's a wonderful foundation to, to start the journey and venturing out and doing so many things that you're doing. So how has that process been? Talk about the early phases of it as far as the planning, the beginning stages of it, and then how it has developed and progressed and matured to the current day. Okay. Well, the early stages of uh, becoming an entrepreneur and starting on these projects had a lot to do with a lot of soul searching within myself. Okay. Um, I had to really search my soul in reference to what it was that I believed that I was purposed to do here on earth. So as I prayed, as I meditated, as I made God first in my life, he began to show me the passions that he instilled in me. And that was number one, to love people, Mm -hmm. but most importantly, to show people love. Um, That started the journey. My desire to just want to be this big love button (laughs) and this transformation person. And it actually started basically with a coaching company, actually, Mm -hmm. called I Need Soul Searching. I started that company and I had seminars where I had people that will come and I would speak with them in reference to their life. Because, you know, we all go through journeys in our life where we get stuck. Yep. Well, I'm the one to help you get unstuck. Oh, okay. So, 
<laughs> I, I didn't so know somebody I, was out there that could do that. I wish I would have knew that a lot sooner. Yes, yes, I can definitely do that. I'm very confident in who God has created me to be. Okay. And I share those gifts with people. So I help, I help people get unstuck, bring them to another state of mind, meaning to be aware of themselves. You know, they say to know thyself is to know thyself, mm-hmm. is that little saying they say. That's something that I basically am able to do along with that coaching company, the seminars. And then from there, that just led out into um, coming up with the skincare line and then uh, moving forward with the skincare line, wanting to transform even the skin, dealing with mind, body, and soul. And that's basically what I do in those areas, mind, body, and soul transformation. And that basically my desire to just want to change lives and transform the world. That's what, that's how it started. As I noticed when I, when I was in the church or in the church, I wasn't this pulpit preacher. I always knew that I was called to be outside of the four walls of the church to be able to be in the marketplace, presenting God to them, presenting a new way of life to them, but doing it in such a way where your gift makes room for you. Right. So definitely embracing more of the outreach perspective of ministry. Exactly. Oh, that's fantastic. So I I saw in your bio, one of the roles that you titled was empowerment specialist. And just define in detail what that is and what it actually does. Well, an empowerment specialist is someone that can see you where you are and take you to the next level of where you need to be. I can empower you from a mindset of thinking that you want to commit suicide to a mindset of saying, I am more than enough. Mm -hmm. And that's what I have done, even with my coaching clients. I have done that. I I shift mindset and I shift it with the word of knowledge, which is an awesome gift that God gives me and the ability to be able to see you where you are and have that plan and moving you in that direction to victory in your life. That's an empowerment specialist. Now, how does that impact you personally? You begin to work with an individual and you see they're in one condition and then over time, and then they're also embracing what you're, you know, pouring into them. How does that make you feel when the end product totally changes from what was presented to you in the beginning? It makes me feel so awesome to see that another soul was saved. That's the way I see it. Mm -hmm. Another soul was saved. Someone now is walking in their greatness because I chose to be obedient to help someone and to encourage and empower someone. So I get excited when I see it change for the better. Absolutely. (laughs) Definitely. That's always a wonderful thing. How do you get the responses from individuals after the fact? Let's say, you know, you helped them and maybe six months to a year went by. Do you get people reaching back out to you, thanking you yet again for what you did for them? That is the joy of being a a person that brings transformation. They do reach out to me um, and let me know that I changed their life in such a profound way. They keep me updated on things that they're doing. They also even ask for advice sometimes. I still mm-hmm. keep I still keep the lines open for my clients, even when they're long gone. I still keep the lines open for that. Definitely. That, that's a great thing that, you know, you always have that accessibility, and I'm sure they greatly, greatly appreciate that. So, mm-hmm. so going from more personal, I see that you're a native of the state of Virginia. So how was your upbringing? And how did it influence you to be the goal-driven individual that you are today? 
Well, my upbringing in, let's see, Portsmouth, Virginia, that's my hometown. I love my Portsmouth people. Hey, Portsmouth. <laughs> <laughs> my upbringing, um, basically, it wasn't a hard upbringing, but I did go through some difficult challenges as a child of, you know, I had a wonderful mother, a wonderful father, but I also had a father at some point that um, that was dependent upon, you know, drugs. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like to just remember the good part about my father because I also remember seeing him in different states of mind that just made me think I'm going to do better when I have the opportunity to because I saw so much of what was going on even in my household where there was a lack of, you know, lack of poverty or, you know, just the, the makeup of the family unit. The dynamic, um, right. Mm-hmm. Right. The, yeah, the makeup of the family unit, I saw that. But I was also this child, too, that was so outgoing. I've always been outgoing. And if you tell, if you say, Katrina, don't jump over that, don't jump over that tree. Katrina's going to jump over the tree. <laughs> if you say, Katrina, don't mess with that. Katrina's going to mess with that. Right. I was... <laughs> I was always that type of child uh, growing up, and what really pushed me forward with being goal-oriented was I want better for my life and for my children, and I wanted to become what my dad had said to me and my mom too they both would say, "You can be whatever you want to be." you know they would tell me things like that they never put me in a box right because I was always that child you can't put you can't put Katrina in a box. That's yeah. just impossible. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so they they were there to provide that encouragement and to give you just enough freedom to be able to explore and discover and find out who you who you are or who you were going exactly. to become to be. Exactly, exactly. So, in essence, the the family structure. I know it was sound at one point, and then there was some shift. Um, due to some changes and some things going on with your father, did that change you in any way? Did it impact you personally? You know, it did impact me personally because I am still a daddy's girl. I was and still is a daddy's girl. And um, to see my father go through those different obstacles in his life was devastating to me um, in the mindset of a child that I was. That was devastating. But as I got older, I realized that, you know, he was going through a situation in his life that he just didn't know how to deal with. And I accepted that. And, you know, I I understand it now as I've gotten older, but watching him go through made me realize I did not want to do drugs. I do not want to smoke marijuana. Mm -hmm. I do not want to have excessive alcohol drinking. You know, I saw a lot of stuff and what I saw was like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. So he taught me even out of his bad times, he taught me what I should do right Uh, growing up. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. It's always lessons in a lot of areas, even when we don't realize it initially, that is very true. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about now that you've grown up and you found out that you're, you're a leader. So let's talk about that that area. How, how did you recognize that you had a gift of leadership? Oh, my. Let's see. Well, I really recognized it. I want to say when I decided that I wanted to have my own home daycare. I realized that I was, I realized then that I'm walking into leadership. And this was years ago when I had my first business, which was a home daycare center. 
But even as looking back at it, even as a child, I was a leader then. I just didn't realize it because I was always the one that know how to do all the dances, always the one that was exciting to have fun with growing up. You know, I was always different. Whether if it was how I wore my clothes, how mm-hmm. I wore my hair, it was I've always been different. <laughs> so that that difference stood out. And then also what what I hear as well is that you were not fearful, even even as a young child. You were very, no, very like uh, determined and very uh, just go for it. And this is what I'm going to do. And I'm, I'm going to take the chance. And even if it's some risk involved, I'm still going to do it because I, I want to see it through. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so in that, in that, do you believe there are specific traits that you need to be a leader, to be able to walk in, to be a leader, to really have impact in the lives of other people? Yeah, absolutely. I believe the trait that you have to have foremost in anything is to believe in yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Number one, I agree. You have <laughs> to know that you can do what it is you're setting yourself out to do. Because if you don't, it's not going to be successful or it's not going to go through. Um, Also, being able to, one of the other things I would say, too, is being okay when someone says no. Or if someone doesn't like you, Mm -hmm. if someone doesn't like, you know, like what you bring to the table, be okay with being okay with their no. Absolutely. You you have to, because sometimes you're going to get rejection, whether you feel like it's valid or not. It's just going to come your way from time to time. And, you know, yeah. you can grow you can grow from those experiences as well. Uh, you exactly. know, perseverance. You can sometimes we have to go through some suffering and go through some not so easy moments in our lives. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily knock us down. It can make us stronger as well. Correct. Correct. And, and it does. Mm-hmm. It, it does make us stronger. It really does. So in regards to you being a leader, obviously you're, you're very vocal. You get opportunities as a speaker. And in that, I know you do it from a motivational perspective. So basically what you're doing, you're, you're speaking life. So you're empowering, you're inspiring, and you're influencing other people. So what would you call, what would be your style? What is, what is your approach? How, how do you go about being that type of uh, power speaker? Well, I believe Um, what I normally do is I'm very transparent. So people are looking for people that are transparent and, and will definitely tell you the truth. I love to talk about stories, whether if it's about my life, past relationships, or just maybe a a scenario of just happening, um, on my way to speaking. There's a way that, you know, people, somebody that's sitting there wants to hear your truth for that day. Right. They want to hear that. Yep. So that's basically what I bring to the table mm-hmm. is we're going to be transparent because I'm into transformation. Anytime when there's a transformation that takes place, what has to happen is transparency has, transparency has to be present. Uh, so that's... Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, without without question, you have to be relatable and you have to be understandable and you can't be up there acting like you're the exception of all things, if that makes sense. So that definitely that's definitely one of the areas where um, that's very important in relation to that. Some of the speaking engagements that you've had an opportunity to conduct, uh, what type of settings has it been at churches? Has it been at other facilities or has it been, you know, where you were? The, the keynote speaker. Talk about a few of those experiences. Sure. Um, I've had speaking engagements at churches. 
um, all over the Hampton Roads area in Virginia. Also, um, I had the opportunity to travel to Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, um, to also speak about self-empowerment and self-love. And those experiences, actually, I, I love the opportunity to go speak because considering I am a voice of transformation, I'm able to change a lot of lives. And that's another way how I'm able to use my gifting with people is being that voice of transformation. Um, about a couple of months ago, before this corona hit, <laughs> I actually had a seminar that was called The Bag Lady that was done at Clover Library. And it was an awesome turnout, basically helping women get free from their baggage, from their past, mm -hmm. from their addictions, from the things that they were going through, relationships, helping them get free and walk into a newness of who they are. And that was that particular seminar that I did recently, the most recent one before the corona decided to come into play. How often are, do you put those type of uh, events together? I do. I do. I put those events together. Uh, right now, I am my, my team right now. <laughs> so I do put all of my events together mm -hmm. with, you know, reaching out, contacting um, the facilities. I handle pretty much all of that. Right. Awesome. So what we're going to do, Katrina, we're, we're going to take a break right here on the Primetime Power Show, right here on Primetime Power Radio. And we'll be back in a few moments on the other side, continuing with our interview with Miss Katrina Renee. Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. Tune in and radio line apps also streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com as well as PrimetimePowerRadio.com. And as we left before the break, we were talking with Katrina Renee and we were talking about leadership and entrepreneurship and her upbringing. But Katrina, right now, I want to shift gears on many of your projects that you have. And I was looking at your website and I was looking at the shop in particular, and I see that you created a number of coloring books. Tell our audience a little bit about what that entails. Yeah, I created, I believe it's about three or four coloring books. And the reason for creating those coloring books was to help with stress and anxiety. Coloring has been proven to be a therapeutic tool to help people who have stress or anxiety. During this COVID time, um, it has the stress level has been very high. <laughs> so I wanted to create a coloring line or coloring um, book line for adults. And in those coloring books, I have affirmations that says I'm powerful, I am walking in power, or, you know, just positive affirmations that can help you as you color. Yeah, and I see one you have soothe your soul affirmation as well. Yeah, soothe your soul basically yes. also is an affirmation book. That I, I believe that's, yeah, that's actually one of my bestseller books. Awesome. Coloring book. And that basically has the mandalas in there where you can color. Mm -hmm. And the reason why that is actually the mandala is actually good for stress and anxiety because it has been proven that as you're coloring little pieces of the mandala, you're actually, your mind is relaxing oh, that's as wonderful. you color. Oh, wow. 
That's awesome. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> so you learn something new every day, as they say, right? <laughs> so also, I, I saw that you also have My Soul Speaks. It's a journal and workbook. Talk about what that what, what that entails and, and what, what's that about? Well, this this the My Soul Speaks book basically was created with a desire in mind to help people that maybe they couldn't afford coaching or um, needed some type of plan to help them be in a better place than where they was to start dealing with their journey. So I created the My Soul Speaks and basically in the journal and workbook, I actually have where, you know, you can do, I call it soul meditation, where you meditate on a word. So if there is the word transformation or the word great, you're able to meditate on that. And then you're able to do a confession from your soul in reference to that particular day that you may have um, your events or things that may have happened that day that caused you to think about things. Right. And um, I also ended with like having an affirmation for that day. Um, There's so many different um, work pages in here. And one of the things that I also talk about too, is that uh, about your thoughts, how your thoughts can manifest in matter, mm-hmm. but it produces your physical reality. Yeah, absolutely. It does. So for a project such as this, Katrina, how, how long did it take for you to develop My Soul Speaks? Was this like a work in progress and then eventually you manifested and made it became so? I did. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I did. Okay. Because what, what I did do, what I, what I did do was I made sure that if a person is sitting next to me, that I'm teaching them through their experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm showing them how they can routinely, within 90 days, get their life on track by changing the perception of how they see their choices. So a lot of that is in my soul speak. Mm -hmm. And I have been told that it does help out a whole lot. It starts that journey for them to discover and becoming more aware of who you are, what it is that I accept, what it is I don't accept. What what should I have on my plate? What shouldn't I have on my plate? It, it also teaches you some time management as well. Mm-hmm. And you're able to go back and look at this workbook and say, man, I have grown. Look at what I was dealing with. And that's why I added the journal piece to it, because I think we need to get more into doing journaling in our lives as well. It helps. It helps with everyday stresses that's going on in in America these days. It does help to just journal and reflect. Absolutely. And just to see, as you mentioned, the development and progress aspect of it, that's going to give you an additional incentive to keep going on and on and on. So as far as the journal workbook, what do you recommend to the individual as far as staying consistent with it? Because a lot of times people will start things and then suddenly they'll get distracted and then, you know, it'll kind of fall by the wayside a little bit. What do you recommend when they do pick up these materials? How should they approach it? What's the direction they should have? Well, they should approach it, number one, by saying that if I start this, I'm going to be committed to seeing it through. You have to have that piece of commitment. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't half read a book and expect to know everything about it. Right. You have to be able to commit yourself to it. And in committing yourself to it, you know, I need to take 30 minutes of my day. And just even if I have to read a paragraph. You have to set yourself up for success by basically realizing I'm committed to this. So I want to make sure that I'm using my time wisely so that I can transform. Yeah, definitely. If you just don't 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're just gonna play with it, then don't pick it up. Leave right. it down. Right. <laughs> right. Because you're not you're not sincere. You're not purposeful in regards to what you're trying to accomplish for your life. So it has to have a level of seriousness to it. Definitely. I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to be committed to it. And a lot of times we think when we read one chapter of a book that that's all we need to know. No, you need to keep reading it because reading actually does a lot to the mind. It's feeding information and knowledge back to your mind. So if you are the type of person where you suffer from procrastination or you're lazy or what have you, as you put yourself on a routine daily, I don't care if if the timing is not at the same time but you're doing it daily, you're training your mind to be strong. Just like when you go to the gym, you lift weights, you want to get a muscle, you got to be able to train your mind to continue to read, persevere through it, so that your vocabulary is being increased. And while your vocabulary is being increased, what happens as well is your mentality about how you see yourself and how you see others begin to change. Definitely, without a doubt about that. You you definitely got to make sure it's, obligation in that you see it all the way through Mm -hmm. so a couple book projects that you have let's talk about the first one and then we're going to we're going to get to your your most recent book but let's talk about the the book walking in your purpose how did you come up with that concept What, what what was the beginnings how did that become so well i actually woke up out of a dream and in that dream i was being dealt with business wise because we have we have faith to create a business, but then when things don't go the way that we expect them to go, then we're trying to get out of what we thought we were called to do. So this particular book talks to the entrepreneur and let the entrepreneur know that your purpose is so far more greater than your product or service. It goes deeper to the mandate of purpose on your life. Right. (laughs) The mandate to be great, to be different, to, you know, be able to persevere through the circumstances because entrepreneurs are risk takers. People think all entrepreneurs got it all together. No, not at all, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I wish it was that easy, right? That, you know, far from we, that, right. <laughs> yeah, and see, what, they, what people fail to realize is that we take risks, we take chances. We're, we're basically able to say, you know what, I'm going to walk off this job and I'm going to pursue being a business owner. And then it's like, okay, everybody looking at you and they're saying, but how you going to live? What you going to do? You know, what people fail to realize is that a lot of those are success stories. I I walked off my job and I remember saying, you know what? Okay, I trust you, Lord. You know, I believe that was my calling. I walked off my job and I just got right into doing my businesses. During the course of that, I wasn't making any money. And I'm sure any entrepreneur that when you first start your business or when you go into business, sometimes you don't have, you know, a a surplus of funds to be able to do things with. So you get discouraged. And then along your discouragement, you begin to lose certain things, whether it's a car, a house, you're downsizing, you're going through all these different types of sufferings that people don't see in the beginning stages of you developing your brand, your business, that people don't see all of that. So through this book, Walking in Your Purpose, I talk about that, but I use it more from a scriptural base Mm -hmm. of basically encouraging and empowering the entrepreneur to stay on the course, 
that has been chosen for them, regardless of if it looked like it's not going to work. Stay committed. Keep moving forward in that. Yeah, that's because that's the greatest challenge. Yeah, the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and not seeing the fruits of your labor right away. Right, right, because it's a process. And I remember in, in the book, I talk about the farmer. I talk about going, how the farmer has to go plant the seed. And he watches that seed. And sometimes that seed may not be growing the way that he wants it to grow, but he has to wait in the wait. He has to wait. And as he's waiting, he's still cultivating it. He's still feeding it water. He's still making sure that weeds aren't coming in to devour the seed that he's placed in the ground, you know, for that tree to grow. Or that that was an example that I use even as entrepreneurs because we put the work in and sometimes we don't really see it coming back to us the way that we thought we were going to see it, but we cannot afford to get discouraged because I, like I tell people, this is all I got. That's right. You, <laughs> you got, you got to believe in the seeds that you sow that it's going <laughs> to reap a harvest and you exactly. got to stick to it. And if it takes some tweaking and adjusting and, you know, rearranging the plan a bit and doing some things that, you know, you have to do, then that's what it requires. That's right. And that, those are some of the things that I talk about. Um, in walking in your purpose, just encouraging the entrepreneurs to continue to keep building, even when it doesn't look like it, to keep building, because things are going to manifest in such an awesome way if you don't give up. Absolutely. And, and just to let y'all know out there, y'all can get that book at IamKatrinaRenee.com slash shop. And the book is available. Just wanted to plug that for you, Katrina, before we go on. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, no problem. I got you. You know, I'm going to look out. So the the next book, and, and I'm very interested in this. This is your bestseller, your, I, I believe, your most recent book project, correct? It's uh, He's Incapable of Loving Me. Yeah, that's my bestseller one. Okay. That's the bestseller. And I know, <laughs> and I, and I know just from reading the snippet of the description of the book, uh, it takes a more personal perspective of your experiences and what you learn from and the great knowledge and wisdom that you gain. So just uh, share with our audience what the book is about and what they can look forward to when they purchase a copy. Well, He's Incapable of Loving Me is about uh, my personal experience of being involved in a relationship with someone who turned out to be narcissistic. I'm having a narcissistic personality. And um, in dealing with someone that has a narcissistic personality, they change a lot. They change up on you a lot. Um, they'll use you for their own gain. And when you're no longer usable for them, they get rid of you. But in the process, there is a lot of emotional playing that they're doing with you, um, misleading you, telling you they love you, you know, taking you through the merry-go-rounds of just games. And um, it, it weighs a toll on you, on your heart, on your mind, and it causes you to lose your self-worth because you're putting so much into someone who, who's empty himself. So through this book, I basically was teaching women and men how to get out of toxic relationships with people, um, teaching them about self-worth realizing and I and it's actually through the book it's like I'm really talking to you actually I'm mm -hmm. talking to you asking you do you feel like you deserve better yes absolutely and it, and it 
And basically with this book, I've had a lot of people tell me that this book has helped so many people in reference to breaking away from toxic relationships. Yeah, getting, that, getting rid of that stronghold, right. Exactly, mm-hmm. getting rid of that stronghold, helping them to find themselves again after all the trauma, because it causes some trauma in your life. It really does, moving forward in your other relationships, and that's why you have to heal. You have to heal, and that's something that I stress in the book, um, talking to the, talking to the individuals, like you have to heal. Give yourself time to heal. Don't jump back into connections with people. No, do you for a minute. Understand you and why you just went through that traumatic experience that you've gone through that changed you. You got to find you all over again. So he's incapable of loving me. Does that? It helps you. It gives you that guideline, and it also encourages you that better days are ahead. I like the way that in the description towards the end of it, you said validation that you are enough. That's a powerful Mm -hmm. statement. How important is it for someone to know that, to be able to transition and to move forward? They need to know that they are enough, more than enough, because when you have been in a relationship with someone who degraded you, devalued you, uh, treated you as if like you were nothing, you feel as if like you're nothing. And, and it, and it, uh, it paralyzes you from moving forward in your greatness because you think that you're not enough. But once you find out that you are more than enough, you are unstoppable. You're able to move past your, your fears, your traumas, and understand that those were experiences that can mold you, that, that molded you into becoming the person that you are. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Getting rid of that getting rid of that victim mentality and mm-hmm. taking on a victor mentality right. is what's important. Definitely. So that that sounds like a, a awesome read. And I'm sure there's some people out there that's probably in the midst of a relationship situation as we speak right now. So it definitely will be something powerful that, that can help them a lot. So I know briefly in part one we, we talked about um, a little bit about your I Need Soul Searching Transformation coaching company. Are you still actively in, in that coaching process? And nowadays, what, what are some of the uh, topics where you feel like you have to really coach people up on? Okay. Well, I still have the um, I Need Soul Searching um, Transformation coaching company. Actually, it's expanding. I'm doing some new things right now. So everything is, is pretty much being re- revamped right now. Mm-hmm. But um, I am Still working on that. Basically, what I need soul searching, um, that that's my baby right there. I call that, that's my baby. <laughs> that is my baby. I actually, it was my desire to use my gift to help others to find their healing and purpose. And one of the things that I find that is important is that I'm, that I find out that I'm teaching on is self-esteem. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see how that would be a big area, especially nowadays. Exactly. Self-esteem is what I find myself that I'm talking about a lot. Self-confidence, self-esteem, self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, those are some topics that I believe a lot of coaches need to focus on and stop focusing on all these different types of toxic relationships. Because every time when I turn Facebook on, I'm seeing somebody, do you want to get rid of your toxic relationship? No, you need to deal with the inner work of that individual, getting down to the root core of who they are, what Mm -hmm. they've experienced so that they can deal with them, not deal with what somebody done to them, deal with what they do to themselves. 
self-esteem and self-confidence is so important. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's critical for almost every aspect in every mm-hmm. area that you work and function and just live in. So definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's, that's probably definitely uh, top three for a lot of people that will uh, reach out for, for your services. So also mm-hmm. you, we, we talk about just a little bit about uh, body cosmic skincare. Talk about some of the specific products that you have available at the website and in the shop. Okay. Awesome. Well, at body cosmic um, skincare, I have, which I call cosmic soap. Um, in those different soaps, I have uh, my favorite soap that I like to use is Halo. I mean, I, all of them are my favorite, but I have one specific one that I love that's called Halo. Halo basically is uh, mixed with citrus. It also has a little bit of vanilla involved in it, and it's a natural vegan soap, soap which I personally make myself. So I make soap. Awesome. I'm, I'm real good. At, I'm a chemist, as they call me. I'm a chemist. <laughs> a, a, a chemist in the right way, though. In, in the right way. <laughs> in the right way. That's though. right. I, I can fix you up real good. That's right. <laughs> Producing the good, the good products in, in the community, in the neighborhood. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. That's awesome. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but I have soaps. I also have butters. Uh, and I also have a cleanser that's called Iofirm. Iofirm cleanser is also a charcoal cleanser. It's natural. It's vegan. It doesn't have any toxins. All of my products, they don't have toxins like you would normally go if you were to go in all these other big name uh, stores. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff I took into consideration because when I begin to go down that journey of self-love and self-empowerment, I begin to get more connected with natural, holistic, you know, wanting things to not just better my skin, but to also help my health. Absolutely. So a lot of my Mm -hmm. products, a lot of my products are catered towards health and wellness. And I know a lot of other companies probably can't say that, but I know that I personally can because I know my products and I believe in my products. And anybody that uses the products that I use, they always enjoy the relaxation of it. It, it causes their skin to feel renewed, restored, and I get good good reviews from a lot of awesome people who use those products. So I'm very pleased with that. That's, that's great. <laughs> that's great, Katrina. So where would you be able to order the products at? Um, you can go to bodycosmic.com and you can go on there and um, select all the products. As many as you want. That's right. It's, it's Christmas time. <laughs> just, just, just go all out, everybody. Just, just go all out. Buy, buy as much yes. as you can. Yeah. Tell your friends. That's tell right. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, one, one of the last questions I wanted to ask you, Katrina, is we're we're right at the cups of 2021, and we mm-hmm. know with a new year, new things uh, tend to happen, tend to take place. Uh, what do you have planned for 2021? Is there anything that you want to share with our audience that they should know? I do. I actually have a podcast that's going to be coming out called the Mirror Talk Podcast. Um, that's going to be launching out in February, actually. And Mirror Talk Podcast, basically, it's about having life-changing conversations that could empower and uplift the listener educating the listener on spiritual growth and absorbing the experience to grow and loving yourself first. And all of what I just said basically is the word heal. I want to have added value conversation with people. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> that could change the lives of the listeners. Yes. 
that are listening. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about that. I'm going to have some awesome guests that's going to be up there, and I'm so excited about that. Um, I also have a uh, children's book. I had a children's book that was supposed to come out in November, but I decided to kind of pull that because it's actually going to be an animated movie oh, that's nice. going to be coming out. Nice. And um, I'm excited about that, too. So right now, that's really what I have so far with that. Oh, oh, it's another thing that I'm working on. Um, I also have a program that's called the Rebirth Program. Basically, it's a coaching program that's going to help people coach them to becoming a better version of themselves. So it's actually going to be a course, an e-course that's going to be online. So that's another thing that you guys should look forward to. Um, it's going to be a very good course. I know it is. It's going to be life-changing. Life-changing. That's that's <laughs> fantastic. Another busy year, but all, all great stuff that's going to not only uh, benefit others, but it, it's going to be great for you as well as you venture into even more areas. And, you know, on the Primetime Power Show, we definitely wish you much success in all the things that you do. So before we wrap up, Katrina, I just want to give you an opportunity. Share all your information in regards to your website, social media, email, phone number, whatever you would like to share at this time. Uh, please let our audience know. Awesome. I can be reached at um, I am Katrina Renee on all social platforms, Twitter, Instagram, um, also Facebook. I am Katrina Renee. Um, my website is I am Katrina Renee.com. Also on the website, you'll be able to go up there and also you'll be able to connect with bodycosmic.com as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Katrina, for joining the Primetime Power Show. I want to thank you for being a guest. And we'll check in with you in 2021 to see how things are going. And I'm sure everything will be going well. But we do truly appreciate you joining the Primetime Power Show right here on the Primetime Power Line. Thank you for having me. It's been a blessing. Thank you. Thank you so much.